Now you are listening to um, NDO Podcast. See, now you found yourself a nigga. You was looking for a nigga? Nigga here now, see? <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, niggas and niggas. Welcome back, NWO Podcast, Niggas with Opinions, Episode 23, plus Ricky the Prince, Ben the bitch, we some niggas, with a penis, 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 nigga 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 with a I was mad high though. Come on, that's what that's all. I mean, so that's every day. At this age, what else do you want? You know. <laughs> but to be infuriatingly high. How does it feel to have a birthday so close to Michael Jackson's? That must feel amazing. Oh, it was pretty good. I didn't God. listen to any Michael Jackson though. Thank oh, God. Shame on you. Yeah. We'll change that tonight before the night's over. With. Okay. Uh, ben, what you do this week? <laughs> I didn't do much, man. Uh, uh, just working. Um, I started watching this new show called Last Chance You. Oh, you mm-hmm. late, nigga? Is yeah. It a, is I, like a he started show? watching this new no, show. Netflix. Well, yeah, not new show. Well, apparently <laughs> it's I'm, new I'm behind you, nigga. this fuck. <laughs> I'm behind this fuck, but apparently it's it's a show about all these. Uh, it's about a junior college, right? Yeah. And they have a football team, and <laughs> there are some rejects that they have on the team, like Malik Henry
Yeah. And it's pretty good show. So it's, it's like a documentary show. It's, it's yeah. a documentary. Okay, I thought it was like a it's pretty uh, dope shit. You get to see what the the JUCO life is like. A lot of these athletes were five star athletes and star players, but they got kicked out of big universities, and this Drugs, is their second shot. Grades, rape, just they uh, get really they get all of them. That's where they all go. Because that's where like A B had to go through some shit to get where he is. Exactly. Sorry, right, okay. Pretty much. Bitchard, what'd you do this week? I've been listening to Michael Jackson all week Fuck long. Fuck you, bro. Like, I get really depressed around this time of the year um, because, you know, it's his birthday. This is, would have been his 60th birthday if that fuck boy didn't kill him. He would have looked awful by now, though, bro. How the, how, Imagine how a 60-year-old, what if he did more work to his face? You know, you know, it's, you know, Michael Jackson is literally one of the most beautiful people ever created. But, you know <laughs> what? Okay, I'm going to level with you here, right? No, Pre-surgery Mike was a handsome guy. Okay. The more things he did to his face, he turned into a fucking cyborg. No, he he always looked <laughs> he always looked amazing. Even with the chin, even when his nose fell off? He was a he was his even nose when never he, fell off. When he, he hung blankets over the gate like a fucking ghost. No, Say he like a fucking ghost. He didn't. He looked like the king of fucking pop, you <sighs> pussy. Oh, God. He looks like fucking Julia Roberts. <laughs> You had your finger on the trigger because you knew yeah, I was I coming. He knew I was coming. He knew I was coming. He knew I was coming. Why do you always have some slick shit to say about Michael Jackson? Because Even on his fucking birthday, you can't respect him. That's fucking crazy. Happy birthday, Michelle Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and, this, every, and you guys think that's funny, fucking <laughs> children. This week, I was uh, getting my shit together because I'm going uh, to New York tomorrow on a thotcation. <laughs> and uh, it's uh, Labor Day weekend in New York. So it's gonna be twelve hours of like uh, like Haitian women gyrating to uh, to Babaku and Hennessy in the streets. Uh, you can get touchy feely, no me too. Uh, <laughs> and then you know, compa the dance of love. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna do it all weekend. And uh, dancing compa, dancing compa is a fucking love language. It, it's sex. <laughs> it, it tell it's you sex, something, bro. That's. Compa clubs separate the real niggas from the from bitch the niggas yep. because the nigga can't dance, hold up the wall. That's true. He was while the real niggas roam free the dance floor, like sharks, looking for anyone who's willing to dance, no matter size, face, no matter what. If you're willing to dance, you get in the work. And then I've counted my steps in a compa club. My nigga, you, you do Guyad all night. Four thousand steps on these boys of Guyad. <laughs> Have your Fitbit on. While <laughs> Four thousand steps of Guyad on you, fuck. Nigga. You dance to Hennessy right away. <laughs> <laughs> that shit should be a fitness program for real. <laughs> Call my fitness. Because <laughs> dog, American clubs infuriate me because, like, there's no process for dancing with women i don't know what it is do you go excuse me madam do you care to twerk on me i don't we're, know what the fuck you do we're gonna anymore. get we're gonna get to this later the whole haitian versus yank thing but i know one thing haitians have them be the as fucking party it's not close you go to a yank party versus a haitian party it's not even close like what are you gonna do like 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 running man all night like yeah, it's that shit <laughs> <laughs> i want to dance with a woman i want to do the the love of romance the dance of romance <laughs> You sound like we're going to a salsa club. <laughs> <laughs> I want to do the dance Flamenco. of moments. Flamenco. Flamenco. Okay. Um, so before we move forward with the show, um, last show we got asked a real nigga question uh, in regards to dating women who have had like sexual abuse um, uh, as, as a child and just uh, 
consequences and, and the effect it has on a relationship. We got a crazy response. Um, lots of women came out, shared their stories with us. Um, that shit was wild. So sad, man. It's, it was it was heartbreaking. You know, I um when I posted the tweet, at first I was just literally asking. I think I asked, you know, you know, out of eight out of ten women, is the stat that we heard are getting molested. Why didn't anyone snitch? And the the responses were crazy. I mean, people who weren't even following me. It's just people were just out. It was an outpour of of, of messages and people telling us their story and. It was just really, really sad. As a dad of two, you know, two women, two young women, you know, I'm dating a woman. I have um, two sisters. It's just like, damn, dog. Come the fuck on. Like, what the fuck are niggas doing, Because you you hear of it and you see it all the time on television, but it actually became real when we actually had that conversation because we saw so many people respond to us and tell us their own experiences. The numbers. The the DMs were were nuts. Eight out of ten. And I thought that was like a wild exaggeration. Me but too. Eight out of ten is practically every every woman. woman. So whether or not she's told you, when Antoine Dodson said these niggas were raping everybody, it was no. No, yeah, it, it was being bro. serious. So many, like I'm literally getting stories in my DMs. So much so that um, I do have one of our listeners. Her name is Lisa, and she 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 kind of wanted to share her story. And um, we're going to call Lisa, and she's going to um, share her story with us. Um, let me see here. Let me give her a call. We got call capabilities. Hello? Hey, Lisa, how you doing? Can you hear me? I can. Yeah, I can I can hear you, too. Um, yeah, we're, we're recording the podcast now. We just kind of wanted to talk to you about what was going on. You know, this week we mentioned... Um, the molestation that was going on and I found a crazy stat was 8 out of 10 women at some point or another was molested um, I, I thought that was crazy I thought it was insane I didn't, I didn't believe it and then when I posted the tweet the amount of, of people that came out and pretty much was letting us know what, what was going on it was kind of re- it was ridiculous. You know, I, I didn't understand it. And um, I think um, if you, you know, kind of tell people your story, it'll probably help some people. Um, so if you want to just go ahead and say whatever you want to say, you know, you can go ahead. Okay. Um, well, the numbers are probably staggering because I think that most people think that it really doesn't. I think people believe it happens, but not to the magnitude that it does. Um, for me personally, I was a very young child. I was, I would guess, probably between the age of seven and nine, somewhere around that time frame. Wow. Um, right. And for me, you know, I'm in my early 50s. So, you know, I was a 60s baby. And growing up in the 60s and the 70s, at least in my household, you know, that wasn't something that was talked about. You know, when I was a kid, it was don't talk to strangers that type of thing, but it was never about, you know, it could be someone that you know. Right. And it was never conversations about, you know, if you touched here, that's not appropriate. If you touched here, that's not appropriate. Mm. You know, I don't fault anybody per se, because uh, apparently my, my parents were raised without that conversation as well, you know, and times are different from the 50s than they are now. 
So for me, again, I, I, would, I would guess between the ages of seven and nine. Um, and it was an extremely close family member, um, someone that I trusted. Um, and because I was so young, I don't think I realized really what was going on. I mean, I'm sure in my mind I knew something wasn't right, but, you know, I didn't know what to do, what to say, who to go to. I don't even know what eight years old that you even think that. Right. Um, and I, I don't think it was until I was older, you know, that then you realize, you know, that shit was wrong. Um, but because it was someone that I trusted and such a close family member that I loved, um, then you're confused, you're conflicted, you know, do I say something, do I not say something? But again, as a young child, you're not thinking those things at eight years old. I'm not thinking, oh, who do I go tell? I, because I, I'm confused. And I think, other, I, I'm not sure that people realize, too, that, you know, at a very young age, you still have sexual, um, not desires, that's not what I'm saying, you are still sexually aroused. Right. At a very young age, I mean, you're, you're that's just, you are. So I think part of it, too, is, is it wrong because it didn't feel bad? You know what I'm saying? Mm. Uh, Lisa, so, wait, we're calling you Lisa for the sake of the podcast, by the way. Um, I want to ask, just, just as a man, right, as a father, um, as a role model, as an uncle, like, what kind of questions can we ask? Like, what can we do to, like, seek some of this out and stop it? Like, because I, 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 I feel really helpless. Have the conversation from a very young age. You know, again, when I was growing up, it was don't talk to strangers. Okay, that's cool. Don't talk to strangers. Okay, we get all that. You need to have the conversation with your daughters and your sons. It's not exclusive to, to girls. Because right, it happens right. to boys, too. Yep. And from a very young age. In this country, we are our, our, our bodies are taboo. Our bodies are, we don't talk about our bodies. We don't talk about sexuality. I lived in Europe as a teenager at, and as an adult. And it's nothing over there to talk about sexuality in your bodies. Because that's, that's normal. It should be normal. We don't talk about that in this country. Right. At least not, not more so now than we used to. But it's talking. It's communication. It's telling your daughter, you know what? Look, this is what will not happen. This is what should not be allowed. We all know that we shouldn't be touched in certain ways. Right. Well, you think we know that. Let me rephrase. Obviously, at seven or eight years old, I was confused by that. Yes, but I had never had that conversation. Nobody had ever said to me, you know, this is wrong. You know, it, it, people are afraid to talk about sex, sexuality, and any of that stuff. It's extremely important. And then letting your kids know that, you know, don't be embarrassed, first and foremost. Don't be embarrassed, because you can come to me and talk to me about anything, especially something as serious as that, because the ramifications later on in life so, so Lisa, can be detrimental. So, Lisa, this has been here. So... I have a question for someone. I don't have uh, any children myself. Um, I, I most certainly don't have any daughters. But in the event that I have a daughter and uh, she doesn't feel comfortable uh, telling me whether or not something happened to her, do you think that there are any indicators or or any signs that you know something may be happening or something may be wrong? Like, Good question, dog. Um. You know, I'm 54 years old, so for me, it's been over 45 years. So I don't know what my signs would have been to my parents back then. But right. maybe now, maybe with 
maybe she becomes withdrawn. Maybe you see if she's a very outgoing person, a very outgoing child, or he, that they become withdrawn. You start to notice probably some subtle changes. Um, but I think before it even gets to that point, I just think communication is so, so important. I have a son that's 23 years old, he's almost 24 years old, and I have talked to my son from the time he could understand what his name was. And I was so, so open with him about everything that you could think of. Um, and, and, and sex being one of them and, and what's inappropriate at, at a young age so I could open up that door of communication. Some of those conversations are difficult to have. Sometimes it's embarrassing, you know, because we're not sure how to talk to each other about these types of things. And then you're talking to a child, to your own child about it. But I want my son to know that the door is always open, that you can come to your mother and speak to her about anything. And to this day, my son, who's 23, comes to me and talks to me about anything. Thing, whether it's sex, drugs, it doesn't matter. But I opened up that door from a very young age. Right. I did that because that door was not open for me. Now, let me put this out there, too. It wasn't just me. I have an older sister, two years older than me, who was also sexually abused by another family member. Nobody knows this. I have never told this to anybody. So whoever's hearing this on this podcast, there are probably three people in my world that even know my story. My sister is one of them. I don't have any other family members that know about this. I've never told my parents. I, I, I just never did. That's crazy. Um, that's crazy. Yes, it's crazy. That's, that's why I want to, to have this conversation now, because it shouldn't be something that you're ashamed of. Yeah. I did nothing wrong at right. eight years old. I didn't ask for that. But I can tell you the effect that it had on me. And I didn't even realize the effect it had on me until I was much older. But looking back on my life, you know, a lot of women, uh, a lot of girls, if they're sexually abused or boys, become promiscuous, become sexually active at a young age, um, affects relationships. Um, I can look back on it now and say, and I'm not embarrassed by this, I, I, I kind of am, but I really shouldn't be that a lot of my relationships, I didn't have any self-work. So I thought my value was my sexuality. So I thought the only way I could get someone and keep someone was my sexuality. I never thought I was attractive. I never thought that I was um, worthy. So then we can kind of consider that a sign. Because like that's, um, that, like that's not specific to you. Like I know like that sometimes that's how like the abuse kind of manifests itself. In like just kind of being promiscuous at a young age. So, like, to go yes. to Ben's question, I think, like, that's one of the ways that it can sometimes manifest itself. Wow. Yes. Uh, Lisa, we want yes. to thank you very, very much for taking time to call us and speak to us today. We really, really, really appreciate you. Um, can I get a round of applause for Lisa, please? <laughs> Lisa, thank you so, so, so much for allowing us to, to, call, you, to call you. Thank you so much. Um, we appreciate it. And um, you're very courageous for speaking out. I'm sure a lot of people that hear this are going to be touched by this. And hopefully, you know, we can start a conversation and make some type of change. Conversation is huge. That is all I can say. I mean, I appreciate it. Um, thank you for giving me this forum. I, I'm surprised I'm even doing this because, like I said, I've never even had this conversation with most people. But I think for me, it's going to be self-healing at 54 years old, 46 years later. But... The conversation needs to be had. Yeah, absolutely. And anybody that right. has young children, you need to have that conversation from a very young age. 
Lisa, so, thank this you. is thank uh, you guys for having this conversation. Lisa, this is uh, Chris. Um, this is uh, Chris. I was just uh, that was one of the bravest things I've ever ever heard. Um, I just want to commend you. Hopefully, your story will inspire others. You know what I'm saying to speak up. Uh, wow. Yeah, I'm 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 in shock. Yeah, we're just pretty much at a loss for words, and we just, again, we just want to thank you very much for speaking up, because the messages that I, were, I was getting was, people were just pretty much scared, and again, we just want to say thank you, and, you know, our thoughts and prayers are with those who have been affected, and um, we will have, you know, we will spark up a conversation, and hopefully it'll make some type of change going forward. So. Well, I hope so. And again, thank you. I mean, this is important, so I appreciate what you guys are doing on your podcast. And your podcast is great. I do listen to it. White female, 54. I yeah. 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 What's up, man? <laughs> Lisa, we, we love you so much. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll contact you. I'll, I'll talk to you tomorrow. I know it's late, so I'll just hit you up tomorrow. Okay. We'll, we'll have a little talk, okay? You have a good night. Okay. Right. You have a good night. Hey, y'all too. All right. Bye-bye. Right. That was... That was... Man, that, that was, was crazy. Like, Y'all boys gotta chill the fuck out. Like, seriously, crazy. Now, like I said before, that's you see what she was saying. That's all I was getting, bro. Like, that's it. Let me tell you. So I'm like oh this week. I've been doing circles around my family. Like, hey, cuz, is you scrape? Yeah. Like, is you scrape, scrape, scrape? Is you uh. like, like, look at me in my eyes. I will I, murder one of these niggas. Are you really straight? I was telling Maya how. After the, the, I tweeted this shit and I was getting all the DMs, I, I, I saw her after work and I said to her, I said, listen, I don't trust anyone anymore. At all. I, I, I don't, like, I don't trust nobody, bro. I had the I, sex talk with my kid when he was fucking four. And I have it often. As soon as I he could hold a straight conversation, I asked bro. Malia last night because it happened yesterday. The, 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 the tweet happened yesterday. So I asked Malia yesterday. I said... Leah, let's have a conversation. And I asked her, is she okay? She said, yeah. And she's very open with me. Yeah. And I'm very open. Well, you guys know I'm just whatever. I said what's on my mind. So, and I asked her, I said, has anyone ever touched you? She's like, no, daddy, no one's ever touched me. She's like, what do you mean? I was like, has anyone ever touched you? She said, my friends give me a hug. I said, and what else? She said, that's it. And I said, okay. So pure. I said, <laughs> you listen. I said, you can give your friends hugs, but, you know, if someone ever touches you anywhere else, no one should be touching you. You you come tell me, and if you don't feel comfortable telling me, you tell your mom. She said, okay, daddy, I will. She said, hugs, that's it. I said, Hug, hugs from your friends. You know what's crazy? The talk that I have with my son is a very different one. Yeah. Very different. You understand? <laughs> I, say, I say, hey, you see that right there? That's your dick. Yeah. No one touches that but you and your mom. Facts. No one touches that. If anybody touches that shit, what about you? You don't touch it. No, no, fuck nope. that shit. He's a grown I man. I stopped touching when he was what like two. He can shower himself. As okay. soon as he was no, able to hold the no, rag, no, no, I said, you "Bro, this is the last mom. time I'm gonna your watch the balls." Your mother's a nurse. Know, I don't have a son. Your mother's a nurse. If something's wrong, she'll, she'll check it out. I don't. This is none of my business. Like Maya nope. will tell you, it's so crazy. Like when I used to have to give Malia a bath, I would when it came. To the part where I had to, you know, she had to wash, wash, you know, the bottom. I'd be like, babe! Like, she would come running in the room. What? All right, you take over now. Your turn. Mm -hmm. That's, be, you know what I'm saying? Like, 
it's just it's really sick. Washing dicks are really easy, by the way. No, no, I'm <laughs> sure. But to, <laughs> but to but to go back to the manifestation piece of it all, I, I had an ex who was uh, taken advantage of uh, and molested sexually um, at a very young age, and she wasn't even able to be in a movie theater and watch scenes of a movie where the man was being forceful with a woman sexually. Come, that's every I could, movie. I could literally, yeah. I could literally, like, look at her face and see the discomfort. See, like, it all playing mm. in her mind again. Playing out in her mind again. And it was that day that I actually, like, I thought to myself, if, if I ever wanted to become a superhero in the alternate universe, I would punish <laughs> these sexual offenders. Dog. Look at your good guy-ass fantasies. No, you want to be a superhero. It, but that's, <laughs> that shit is sick, dog. It's so sick. That shit is sick. No, these, uh, that shit is sick, man. I, I was sick to my stomach all day yesterday. <laughs> to my know, stomach. I bet not come across one of you fuck niggas. I Never, swear. Bro. The men uh, of the NWO podcast do not condone that shit. That and if we find you, it's on site. Okay. On site, <laughs> fuck boys. And, and 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 I think too, it's funny. And uh, it's funny how our ignorant ass podcast can spark up such a serious debate. You know what I'm saying? We have a little substance, fellas. But we, I'm going to do a filth on the back. But I'm still going to do a filthy segue. We have to. Speaking of rape. Speaking of rape. <laughs> Shoot your shot. There's this lady who's about to do a fucking year in jail for a false rape allegation. You Dumb bitch. bitch. You, it's, it's bitches like her that fuck it up for the real fuck victim. Fuck the game up. You fuck the whole shit up. God like, damn. Like, this is why people are even afraid to come out. Just people are, are being accused of lying. Ricky, what what's her name? Let me see her, her name. Her name is Nikki Yovino. She's out of New York. She's 20 years old. And she, oh, yeah. She said, like, multiple guys had... No, no, not multiple guys. It's multiple guy? black guys. Uh, yeah, <laughs> niggas. You know? Multiple yeah. niggas. She blamed niggas for her rape. How, lo- how, how much longer, white America? <laughs> 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 Seriously. <laughs> bro, I watch Criminal Minds. I watch SVU. It's not us, bro. It's weird niggas. It's, it's gingers in fucking New York. I don't know what they're doing. They're the rapists, bro. It's not us. Nuts, dog. Fuck that shit. That shit's crazy. Like, sh- and then she got her sentence and she rolled her eyes. That's how privileged they are. She rolled her fucking eyes. She court. does every second. Oh, Come on, fuck, get the fuck bro. out of here, bitch. That, she, ain't, she ain't doing that time like that. She need to do every second in solitary. She's not doing that time. Man, like, it's only a, that's how much they don't give a fuck about ruining a nigga life. Just no, only a year. No fuck. Because bro. if you get jammed up for rape, raping a white woman in what? America, you're doing at least a quarter. At least on the very light side, you're no doing parole. a quarter. If your attorney's outstanding. Yeah, if you have Johnny Cochran, you get you, <laughs> you get still 25. do it a quarter. Yep, the fuck out of here. A year, and then it comes out she's lying. Put these niggas' lives in jeopardy. Put these niggas' lives in limbo. That's a stain on your life too, bro. Like, because even if you those, clear, one of those dudes lost his football scholarship, and you don't get that time back. Nope, you don't get that shit back. You don't get the prime of your life back. And the thing about it is, both those men admitted to having sex with her. But they, the, the encounter was consensual. Bro, it's the oldest story in the book. Black guy bangs white woman. White father finds out. White woman calls rape. It's the oldest you story know how in the, the book. Do you, do you want to know how the truth came out? How? She admitted to making up the claims so she wouldn't lose a potential boyfriend. So what? He, did, he didn't want a woman that was raped? 
she's saying, I guess her thought process was, damn, if niggas start to hear that I was raped, they're not going to fuck with me. So let me just go ahead and tell the truth and say that. Pussy was open for sale. Yeah. Bitch, you wow. I'm telling you, boy. And, and niggas keep running to these crazy-ass white bitches. Think Speaking. We got a clown of the week. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Real shit. You know what, Chris? We Chris. need you here. Oh, man. <laughs> we need a cue on that. It's been a minute since we had a clown of the week. Hey. There it is. Run it up, plus. Yo, Yo Vino. Vino, little bitch. You're clown of the week, bitch. One, two, three, four. You a clown bitch. bitch. You a clown bitch. bitch. Go down, bitch. That's bitch. like Chris Brown, bitch. bitch. You a clown bitch. bitch. You a clown bitch. Live bitch. downtown, bitch. Buried bitch. in the ground, bitch. bitch. You a clown bitch. Move bitch. by the town, bitch. bitch. You a clown bitch. bitch. You a clown bitch. bitch. Don't frown, bitch. bitch. Don't frown, bitch. bitch. You a clown bitch. bitch. You a clown bitch. Little bitch. Little bitch. Speaking of uh, bitches that be tripping, uh, Brittany Griner. Uh, wait, wait, wait! Shout out to my fraternal <laughs> twin. Can she be counted as a little bitch? Yeah, that's, what I'm <laughs> that's a Yo, big man. I heard her voice for the first time today. Wow. She's a baritone, my nigga. She can about sing the low part in "Oh Happy Day." She can sing "Oh Happy Day." She can hey. sing it. Hey, chill. How you talking about my twin sister? <laughs> you look just like her. It's, it's safe to say. Brittany Griner has never got dick. Mm. For what? <laughs> For you, what? You never know. You never know. Nah. Because we're sitting at the table with the man. <laughs> I'm a butch hitter. That's right. Oh, shit. I'm a butch hitter. Okay, hold on. Let, since we're on the topic of butches. Ex- hold on, wait, wait. Explain this shit to yeah. me, bro. Okay. Isn't it like fucking another man? No. Because the pussy's phenomenal. It's untampered. So, so okay. So you're sitting there, you're fucking Manny Fresh. <laughs> she, she was more like well, like a fat wheezy. She had dreads. Jesus. Fucking, we're, <laughs> we're in the clarinet room at Central. Right? <laughs> in the bedroom. Uh, That's where all this shit went down. And like, she's, um, she's like teaching me like a part. I played alto clarinet and bass clarinet in high school. Fuck y'all boys. <laughs> and um, she had like a hole. Fuck <laughs> She had a hole like right in like the pussy part of her pants. I thought it was funny as fuck. I just put my finger in there. And I must have pressed a button, I swear to you, because something changed in that bitch. And then like she unzipped my pants and began to suck dick. It looked so awkward because she was clearly yeah. didn't have no idea what the fuck she was doing. And then she was like, "But you, but, but you were still aroused by a it, man suck, not knowing how to suck your dick. Suck your dick." I mean, she had big titties, bro. She's a woman. She's a fucking woman. And um, fucking, so she's like, "I want to fuck," and I'm like, "You know, I'm 16. I don't have a condom." She's like, "Fuck that shit." And I'm like, "All right, let's run this shit." <laughs> rookie season. That's rookie right. season, <laughs> niggas. That, that's when you say, "Hey, but wait, ma'am, I don't have a condom, madam. Wait." Um, and we did that shit for maybe no more than 15 strokes before they began to bang on the clarinet room like, what the fuck is going on? So you didn't even get to nut in the book? No, 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 no. I didn't finish. I'm sorry if I misled you. <laughs> okay. No, I, 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 don't, I don't feel misled. I got I just, some head in 15 stroke the butch. Right I, I just... <laughs> I'm not shocked that you fucked the butch. No, no, no. I'm not shocked. It's good for the story. I knew that one day would count. Fuck Had, it. Brittany Griner. 
There's not there's not many things your dick hasn't done or seen. That dick is well traveled. I've not done any Europeans, any Australians. Have you done have you done anal? Come on. Okay. I'm an adult, Ricky. I've done <laughs> I'm, I'm an adult. No, because there's niggas in this room that refuse to eat ass, so I just have to ask the question. Is it the vegan roster? Is that who refuses to eat ass? No, it's it's your cancer brother here. Ben's time will come. What the fuck? I, I, I can't wait. My time will come. I, I can't wait. <laughs> once, once Ben is wait. married and it's like Valentine's Day. I can't wait. He's going to put like a fucking box over his face and then un- unwrap it. <laughs> <laughs> Some romantic shit. <laughs> Today I will give you the gift. I will give you my all. I will give you what I've given none other. <laughs> <laughs> Why that voice though? <laughs> you sound like a fucking Jackson. <laughs> Everything Ben says just sounds so light and polite. So angelic. Oh my God. Plus Jackson. <laughs> so goddamn, Brittany Griner came out her fucking mouth uh, to say that she thinks she can take Boogie Cousins on a one-on-one. Now. It's wild because I understand that um, the WNBA players, they've been more and more vocal about how shitty the, um, I guess, just uh, the, there's like a, a gap in pay between them and the NBA. It's horrible. And women have been, they've been coming out and like calling niggas out. Like, but they got to relax. I, <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, they got to relax. Yo, like three women come out and say, yo, I'm better than that nigga be. Well, I'm not getting this check. And I'm like, you do understand that you can't see nobody. You can't see third string niggas in the post. They should Bang. integrate Summer League for like one season. Oh, my God. Just one season. I feel like I it's coming. It I feel like it's coming where like, these niggas will have to get in the game with these girls being show them what the fuck is going on. Like, Pretty Grinder couldn't take a bow from like Boogie. Are you crazy? Is it sexual not? harassment if you get dunked on and like nuts? Nuts in your face, <laughs> right? Yeah. Is that me too? All of a sudden, it's me too. <laughs> no, it's crazy. Like, I'm actually in uh, support of them getting a pay increase. Yeah. But I went on YouTube <laughs> and I saw their All Star game, oh and God. the teams oh. did not know That's which basket to score in. It was bad was for the first like minute. They didn't. They didn't know which baskets was, which it, it was terrible though. It was terrible. So they're making thirty percent of that check, and NBA's making fifty. I think the NBA's getting greased. Y'all boys just making fifty. But I mean, I think all athletes are getting robbed. If you ask me, yeah, they're all underpaid. I mean, and, and, and then the NBA is like they're one of the better ones. I mean. Baseball's the lick. Yeah. Soccer's yes, the lick. Is. Soccer yeah. is the lick. But Soccer. then you look at like the top players in those sports and they aren't really. But, then, but you look at what the people. owners are bringing in. You know what I'm it's saying? It's a grain of yeah. salt compared yeah. to what those boys are, are billionaires. Oh, yeah. Dan Gilbert laughs at LeBron James' net worth. <laughs>, laughs at it. <laughs> like, oh. remember the person, remember we made a Nigga big deal. Nigga owns Quicken Loans. Remember we made a big deal about Jay-Z uh, having a, a stake in the nets a small stake and then some guy from Europe came in and bought the yeah. entire thing what's his name Mozgov what was his <laughs> yeah the, that yeah. guy the tall nigga so apparently they were having uh, I guess a, a conference at a hotel and Jay Z was always accustomed to like having the, the top suite that guy well, came was, in and had a room dope. that Jay Z didn't even know about <laughs> in that hotel that, that Jay Z's been having yeah. for years the disrespect the disrespect bro. dog the fuck out of here with your low money. <laughs> Negro. 
However, um, <laughs> crack I just, boy. I, I need to see these games. I need to see these NBA girls play when these these WNBA girls play. The one of these next All Star game, the best women in the WNBA oh, versus trash. the NBA. A hundred. I mean, they might as well. They might as well. I mean, look at. I don't what think. They do I, with the I, honestly, game now. I, I, you guys know. A few weeks ago, I was giving up for them girls. If they played NBA players, I don't think they'd score a point. No, I'm not gonna say that. They got. Yeah. Sh- they yeah, can they shoot. Can shoot. They can shoot. If them NBA players, if you get the five best NBA NBA players from each position to play the five best WNBA players from each position, and them niggas play hardcore full D, them bitches ain't scoring one point. Them, I'm imagining LeBron playing in a game versus come on, WNBA. Bro. <laughs> bro, I'm talking about not not All Star game defense. Championship like, game, these championship yeah. playoff, LeBron. Lockdown They're not scoring not. a fucking Chase point. Downs. Yo, you think Maya Moore scoring on LeBron? Get the <laughs> fuck, fuck out of here! It's a swack out party. As much as I love her, get the fuck out of here. Fuck out of here. She'll score on Carmelo Anthony. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'll score on Carmelo. Have you or seen James Harden? Have you seen this jackass? Every offseason, he looks amazing. Hoodie mellow. I, f- it, I saw white T mellow today, backing <laughs> niggas down, playing Listen, defense. I'm gonna look scrappy. Fuck you, Carmelo. Of course he looks amazing. He goes down to LA Fitness in North Miami, <laughs> and he's playing against a bunch of Haitians that work at the post office. Of course he's gonna look fucking amazing. <laughs> the fuck? I hate when he do that shit, bro. Oh, I'm not impressed by that bitch ass nigga. <sighs> Speaking of bitch ass <laughs> shit. Um, Risha, um, <laughs> of uh, the City Girls, right? They went ahead and pulled up a bunch of tweets of her saying crazy shit about gay people. She was saying how um, uh, I have some of the tweets here. Oh, take off. Period. Uh, yeah, they about to cancel her ass. One of them says, "It's so hot outside. I want to be looking like one of you Haitian hoes." <laughs> 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 The next one says, um, well, somebody tweeted, Haitians really hate Americans for real. And she, re- she quoted the tweet and said, they want to be us so bad. Mm. Then she tweeted, Haitian hoes ugly and jealous. Damn. Then she tweeted, nah, y'all Haitian hoes taking it too far now. Um, she says, um, y'all Haitian bitches take y'all asses to Haiti. Mm. When black people try to go back to Africa, me be how dare you, fam? <sighs> Miami basic bitches. Nobody want Haitians, but y'all freeloading ass hoes. Y'all hoes fucking and sucking these stink ass Haitians for them petty ass checks. <laughs> Got them feeling like they the shit. Fuck hey, you, bitch. Hey, hey, I love the song. Where can I get some good Haitian food? You see what I mean? Like that's how I know it's not real. Yeah. It's just bullshit. See, that's the problem with Twitter. You like things get taken out of context so fast because they're legitimate. I can't see your face when you're saying it. So the sarcasm that's in your face when you, you're typing, you can't see it. I can't see it because I will say this: I've engaged. Ben is really enjoying the song. Period. Period. I'm, I'm sorry. This shit is a bop. Though. It's a bop. <laughs> this shit is a bop. It's a bop. Let it rock. Let it rock for a Shout out to Ben jamming out. Turn that up. Man. Hey, hey, little bitch. Turn the bass up on this shit. It's just yeah, nah, like, if you hear a car, turn up. I feel that shit that I felt when I heard Trina. Listen to them, they're so fucking day. I love that shit. Bitch! 
Alright, that's enough of that. That's enough of that. I need a nigga that can find their visas. They sound like period. Never mind. They sound like the USA flea market, and I love it. I love it. It's a good USA flea market. Yeah, yeah. I'm looking at it right now. Of course, it had to be. Man, I just, I'm just saying that shit was like seven years ago, wasn't it? And then she came out a old tweet saying that if her son was gay, uh, she would beat it out of him. Yeah. Oh, Uh, oh, aren't you progressive? For someone who hates Haitians, that sure sounds like a Haitian thing to say. (laughs) 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 Talk about it. I don't give a fuck about the tweets. I don't don't give a fuck. They're old as fuck, man. man. Get the fuck fuck. over that shit. I don't care. We've had healthy Yank versus Zoe battles on Twitter. Yeah, for years. Hilarious. For years. I've made so many pickled deck hot sauces jokes. It's fine. There's idiots on both sides. There's... No, back in high school, the first week of school was a battle royale between the Yanks and the Haitian niggas. <laughs> like, it was. So, I mean, this doesn't surprise me. It built that character. Was, okay? That shit was so unheard of when I moved down here for the, like, when I actually moved to Florida. Yeah. And I was, everybody was like, yeah, man, Zoe's and uh, Yanks, like, at war. And Jamaicans at war. Nigga, I was in like, high school? What? When I was at Central, I was like, bro, I'm from North Carolina. I'm not at war with none of you niggas. Thanks, see? I ain't never had no beef with no Jamaican nigga. No. Because real nah, niggas know nah. real niggas. Real yeah, niggas facts. respect real niggas. The thing, anyway. Jamaican niggas in Miami chameleon themselves with the Americans, though. You can't tell until you see their mama pull up. And then their mama Jamaican is full. Oh! Byron! <laughs> <laughs> but if I can leave y'all with anything, it's this, man. I want y'all to know that no matter what. Uh, kind of black you are when them crackers pull you over you know what you are mm-hmm. you're a nigger okay. <laughs> nigger 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 so nigger. don't let that divided cocker shit work you're exactly. a nigger when they pull you over don't let them divide you okay because when I get pulled over that man does not see a Haitian mm-hmm. he sees a nigger All right? I know but uh, no, going back to fuck you man <laughs> <laughs> going back to that shit I know a girl who I follow on twitter she stay bashing Haitian niggas, but she only fucks Haitian niggas. So she has every right to bash Haitian niggas. That's all she knows. Right. So that's what I'm saying. But also, like y'all, people talking crazy like this. Like you're talking crazy, but that's that's your preference. So it comes off as you know stupid. That's like oh, me God. saying, like, fuck all Jamaican niggas when most of my homies are Jamaican niggas, bro. All the girls in high school who talked that fuck the Haitian shit ended up fucking with us during the tax fraud explosion of 2010. Oh, man, the glow up was amazing. (laughs) Mondo facts. (laughs) I'm not even Haitian. My glow up. Like, like, from from 2009 to about 2014, during the tax explosion. My NMB Haitian niggas, y'all did that shit. My brethren. Y'all did that shit. Tatted on my chest, yes, I'm also has to be song of the week. You have to. (laughs) (laughs) I want you to understand every fake ass and fake titty. You see in this city, Haitians pay for that. You're welcome. Yeah. Mm. You're all welcome. your all your favorite strippers, we paid for that. You're welcome. <laughs> you motherfuckers. Okay. By all them. Okay. A lot of your baby mamas, we paid for that. You're mm. welcome. Motherfuckers. Okay, pay for your son's root canal, little bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad I'm out of the strip club. <laughs> oh my god. I'm, I'm so glad I quit. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad I quit. You know what I learned? Oh, yeah, if you tell a stripper a joke, yeah. you don't have to pay her any money. You know what I also learned, and what I taught when I taught Chris, because I took Chris to his first trip. I think oh I took my God. Too. You did. Cutest story music. I, I, <laughs> <laughs> bro, 
I, before it, was, it wasn't your story, birthday too, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think I had just turned 21, dog. You had just 21, turned 21. 21. Oh, my God. 21, 21. This nigga, Ricky, took me to Coco's, bro. Oh, my God. That was my home. I loved Coco's. That was my home, too. That was my home. That was my home. Like, God bless that place. All, oh I, all I, t- I told the nigga, dog, I was like, listen, it's, here's one way to never spend money in this fucking strip club. Don't make no eye contact with Don't them. look at them. Fuck that. The minute you Fuck make eye contact, shit. they're, they're gonna, done. It's like Medusa. They got this that. nigga, Chris, gets in the strip club. Fuck his that. eyes get so fucking big. The Fuck first bitch shit. he sees, he locks eyes with her. All of them. You never go for the first bitch. Never. Rule number one. Whatever. <laughs> that's exactly what he said <laughs> nigga write all the rules you want go ahead and then I said to him the songs in here are not really long every song is five dollars yeah. I, I had to run to the ATM bucks. like twice he ran up a tab so high with one bitch let me tell you strong. I had six cold dollars did you go to the back <laughs> I ain't go nowhere I walked in I stood up against the wall man I seen so much shit that night bro Bro. It was insane. Bro. And then when you go around the corner for those Perry wings. Oh. I didn't I wasn't even checking uh, out The Scarface had two cups to it, bro. Bro, I don't even think we had enough to like get anything to drink. It was it, like, was, it was this was broke boy days. And CJ was there too. So I'm taking these niggas out. I'm I think we ran into CJ, bro. I don't yeah. think I don't think he was supposed to be there. Probably. <laughs> So they're like Shout out to my nigga CJ kid What y'all doing in here? I'm like You know my boy He just turned 21 So I said dog When we go in there Don't make no eye contact my Just chill I'm thinking I'm just gonna spend At the most $100 I told this nigga Every song is $5 And the songs are like 30 seconds in the strip club bro Cause they be mixing shit yeah, They bitch bro. ass the girl turned around and told Chris a crazy amount, and he looked at me like, I got $6. And, it's, <laughs> and then he said to me, it's my birthday. <laughs> Happy anniversary. Bitch, I had to run to the ATM so quick so we don't look hurt. I'm like, I'm never hey, taking another 21-year-old to the strip club Shout again. out to Ricky, man, always being there. Because <laughs> <laughs> that is, hey, that is not the first time he's had to do that for me. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck that shit. Real homeboys on the You know what I'm saying? That's friends that's, right that's there. That's why Bobby Bunner hit me up. <laughs> Has he tweeted since that? I have to go back on his page. No, I, I think he just came on the timeline to say what he had to say and got the fuck and got out the of there. Fuck out of there. He's a piece of shit. Hey, um, Bobby, fuck you. <laughs> Real shit. Real shit. Uh, speaking of getting fucked, this is gonna hurt, guys. Um, a nine-year-old kid killed himself after being bullied for being gay. Uh, the story goes that um, this young man, I believe his name is Jamel or some shit. Well, the story goes that uh, he, during the summer, he opened up to his mom uh, and came out and said that he was gay. Um, at nine? Nine. I mean, but nigga, I knew I liked girls at nine, so I mean, that's fair. Okay. Um, Jamel, Jamel Miles. Miles. So Jamel Miles came out over the summer. Um, told his mother that he was gay, uh, went to school, uh, and according to his big sister, he he was told to kill himself. Um, and by Thursday, he killed himself, and they found him in the house dead. Um, how did he kill himself? Yeah, how did he kill himself? Oh, I don't even know how he did. I just know he committed suicide. That's sad. I'm assuming at That's eight, what kind of fucking methods though. do you have? Like, what do you know? So, did I'm guessing the children making fun of him is what 
what led him to do that? Precisely. The bullying. The bullying. So yeah. people are now like lighting fire under the bullying campaign. They're just kind of saying blah, blah, blah. Now more than ever, please tell your kids to stop the bullying. But and and like I got I begin to talk about this on Twitter today and people begin to hit me with the you're victim blaming shit. But I just need to understand like parents, why aren't you motherfuckers raising stronger children? Like if you knew your son was gay and you sent him into the world ill prepared for backlash, you fucking failed. Yeah. You fucking failed. Absolutely. Like, how do you send him to school with a pat on the ass and just tell the world who you are? Like, you're not going to say, watch the fuck out. This yeah. might happen. Prepare for this. You're who you are no matter what people say. To piggyback off of that, I, um, I, I like, especially remember in elementary school, my big brother had a talk with me. And he told me, look. People are going to judge you. People are going to come after you and say nasty things about you because, one, you're black, and, two, because you're Haitian. So I always remembered that throughout all of my years in elementary school. So whenever I got called the N-word in, in elementary school, I just let it roll off my shoulder. Because or you I remembered fought. what your brother I told I remember you. what my, my brother told me, and whenever I got made fun of because I was Haitian, I scrapped. That's all it was. <laughs> what happened to the gay niggas of 1975, 1980s, 1990s? These niggas fought for their lives, cut you, and earned respect like this bullying in four days, fam. Now, I don't want to blame the victim because I, I don't want to be, I don't want this to be labeled as if this is victim blaming. Fuck However, that. Fuck that. there needs to be a conversation had with your children About if they claim a certain lifestyle. Because I just I, I just think though, at nine years old, it's tough to have that convo. No, it's you, not. You gotta have I'm it. telling you, you I spoke to my son about that shit about about sexual abuse and sex when he was five. That talk that Ben's brother had with him, I have with my son on a fucking because weekly that, basis. On the way I to guess, school. On the way to school. <laughs> I guess for me, the confusion when I first saw the story, I was like, nine years old. Your dick don't even get hard at nine years old. That's My bullshit, son bro. is a big ass, musty motherfucker. Like he's going proven. through it already. His body's—he's nine, and he's already changing. From the so time it's like, they're like in the womb. But does your son right. even understand what gay is? My son turns to goofy when he's around girls. He like, look, like he no, knows. No, no, I'm saying to be to nervous you, and shit. If 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 your son, if you were to tell your son, son, that guy, that man over there is gay, would he even know what you're talking about? Of course, because we watch. Arrow and Supergirl together and they're gay. There are two gay couples on both of the shows but they're superhero shows and we have to watch that shit. We so so we daddy told him what the fuck that was before. Right. So when he saw it, he's just, my dad told me what that was already. It's not what the fuck that is. And also okay. we got to remember that we can't underestimate what these kids, especially in 2018, are already aware of. And telling each other. They're already aware yeah. of it. Especially yeah. with social media. That's they, they have shit. a, a, a a uh, cellular device and an iPad in their hands by the age of four. And then, yeah, nigga, for right. two years, my son went to school in Little Haiti for a magnet program, like a, a, a trilingual. They were teach him French, Spanish, and English at a Morningside Elementary. I sent him there for a year and a half. 
If you're going to school with children from Little Haiti, I need to tell you everything yeah. now before those fucking kids tell Teach you. Because yeah. I went to church in Little Haiti, which means I was in Little Haiti four nights a week with Little Haiti niggas every week. And the shit that I learned by the time I was six, seven, eight, I was terrified for my son. Shaped you to be the man you are today. Hey, Little Haiti Vulture. <laughs> <laughs> Chris, will you stop? This is harassing, bro. No, are, there, are these more shots? Fuck. God damn it. He's Chris back with the tiger bone, bro. For the listeners I'm out there, my nigga uh, alone. Oh, Chris Real, the oh, vegan oh, trap lord, oh. has given us extra shots of tiger bone. This okay, is okay. shot number two. I wasn't, yo, I wasn't here for like what I'm going to deem my birthday episode. Y'all boys wished me happy birthday so many times last episode, yeah, bro. Yeah, too, dog. I appreciate the love for real. So, like... On the low, I'm going to just slide y'all shots, and we're going to keep recording. <laughs> also, we didn't say shout-out to Dre and AP in the building. Oh, Can't we're so live. fucking disrespectful. Real niggas in the building. PC. Yo. <laughs> Gangway. The man formerly known as PC. Have some respect. <laughs> hey, have some respect. That's formerly a fact. Known. That's a fact. <laughs> I'm not touching that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, okay, but like... What do you think about children thinking that their only option now is suicide? Like, that's scary for me. Like, the thought Very that scary. your child would resort to suicide before talking to you, fam. I think that goes back to parents not talking to their children to begin with. Our parents judging their children. Our parents being rude as fuck to their kids. So, they don't, like, kids are soft nowadays, bro. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's not like us back in the days where, because, you know, Haitian parents are a little different. Their tactics may not always be the correct way to deal with shit. But it prepares you for life. But you are prepared, bro. Like Because in your home, it's a jungle. So it's really hard to hurt my feelings. It's hard. Like, <laughs> to me, like at, growing up as a Haitian kid, and you know all the Haitian kids, you went through it as a Haitian kid. I was more scared to go home than I was to go to school and deal with the Yanks. Oh, fuck out of here. That's, that's lunch. Like, that, like the, the kids at school to me were like, that's easy. I can hit them back. Right. <laughs> and that's why I tell people, people, I was like, damn, Ricky, like, you're so witty. You're so quick with it. Because, nigga, if you ever hear my mom talk. <coughs> oh, it's, it's, that God second shot really did to me. No, you got to be shot. It look like you got a shit. <laughs> 54. <laughs> so, I'm yeah. fucking sliding. Oh, I want to fucking mention, uh, just fucking New York City is offering $500 to random strangers who help arrest civilians, B. No way. So, there was a fucking security guard lady who got fired recently for not helping out. Uh, B, so two, <laughs> it's, it's two NYPD officers, they're fighting with the nigger, and they're like, help, help. And the bitch is like, I get paid twelve fifty, fam. I'm not doing shit. Shout so, out to that lady. Queen is what she is. Real nigga of the week. <laughs> she said, I'm, two for I'm two. not doing shit. I'm not doing She's this She's got to be real nigga of the week because they don't pay the you week. enough, sweetheart. They don't do that shit at all. Yeah, they don't pay you so now New York that. is implementing this thing where like, if you see an NYPD officer struggling with a criminal, if you jump in and help, you can get a $500 reward. My people, your your life is not worth $500. Because they, I will come back. They, the but NYPD you know says the initiative is called Help a Cop. So, <laughs> AKA... You, let Put these crackers in, <laughs> in the street come and help out the the boys in blue. You get a five hundred dollars. You get a five hundred dollar reward. 
for helping a member of law enforcement during an arrest where the suspect is resisting. The plan is not about promoting civilians fighting crime, rather about helping struggling No, cops. y'all want fucking vigilantes. Look, listen, Bitch, you look, want listen. me to fucking put my life on the fucking line for $500 that's going to get taxed? I when you live in this your neighborhood, whole entire bitch. life is secured. <laughs> but y'all, y'all looking at it wrong. Niggas ain't finna do this. Mm-mm. The crackers in where where did this happen in in Her New York? Right here, the crackers in New York finna turn niggas into Swiss cheese, man. <laughs> I'm telling you, permit patty. I'm telling y'all, these permit patties now have a permit to shoot these niggas, man, Bro, and, and, and help these cops out. Insane, I'm dog. telling y'all, that's what's gonna happen. That's no, what's gonna happen. The Zimmermans are now they now have a license in New York. It's 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 literally another version of stand your ground where people can kind of that's use. That's a stupid law because you got to really draw a line, like. Piggyback off what Ben said, if you're going to empower people to take law into their own hands, they might jump the gun and say, you know what, I got to kill this guy. Yeah, they need to cut that shit out. Nah, I don't. That's going to be dead within they a few They ain't going to see no niggas helping no cops. Hell Get the no. fuck out of here. That's Spe- a fact. Speaking of stand your ground and dumbass laws, can I get a round of applause for real nigga Andrew Gillum for going Bullet. ahead? And winning the fucking primary, so he is Bullet. the Democratic candidate. Bullshit. So Bullshit. Demo- all the Democratic candidates gotta fucking lay down Bullshit. and support Bullshit. my Bullshit. dog. Motherfucking November, we get our first nigga, 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 nigga. governor, nigga. Will y'all niggas, please vote. Please, please, no, no, y'all boys. Niggas came out for the primaries though, because yeah, for a nigga to win in Florida. Mm-hmm. I went to, when I when me and mine went to go vote yesterday. We saw we saw some niggas, which was and, vote. and you'll never guess. So we pull up to the fucking voting precinct. I'm there with my fucking family. I'm getting out of the car. Maya's getting out of the car. I go to the back seat, grab the baby. She's like, "Hey, get the Ergo baby." So she's putting the little Ergo baby so I can have Ari in this shit. Right next to us, the car right next to us, my fucking ex-girlfriend pulls up. Yes, it's about time. Good. Wow, dude. I can't say her name on the air. I can't be waiting all this time to talk about it. This. I mean, it doesn't matter. But all this time happened yesterday. Which one? I was like, what no. the fuck? So, <laughs> think of that. that was my high school. That's girlfriend. a very Relax. good sign, though. That's, <laughs> like, that's like life claiming. No, nothing happened. It was just absolutely nothing. the odds of that were just like, what the fuck just, are the odds? Who was she that's there with? Showing you that she hey, was there with her new husband. Also, oh, both of you there with your with your families. And Who shit. cares? It was happened two years ago. I just thought it was odd that her out of all people just because that, that never happens to you. Never. Literally, that was the first time that that's, that's awesome. ever happened with with me and I uh, since I've you know been with Maya and somebody else from my past was within the vicinity. And you can and, just look past. And I was like, I was like, baby, that's my ex girlfriend. It's like, okay. Who cares? So Moving on. Loyal. We're voting. The nigga, so the nigga Andrew Gillum, right? He's trying to bring in recreational weed and he's trying to use the mm. profits from that to increase the salaries for teachers and increase the budget for education, which gives me a boner that I can smoke for education. Yeah. I'm so excited. People, this is why it is important for you to get out and vote. Black people, black people, black people, please vote, man. Let me say, please. Today, you guys don't understand how powerful you are, man. Today I had a Damn conversation it. with a woman who was a Republican for 41 years. Okay? She was a Republican for 41 years. And she switched this year because she's had enough of Trump in their shit. Bro, if 
the circumstances are changing out 41 year fucking Republicans fam shit's crazy gotta wake up because if I could be 1000 with you there's no way Andrew won this election without hella white votes no, no way in hell. No way. No hell, way. he needed to make this happen. He also needed hella white progressive votes. And we thank you. You understand? And 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 my white niggas, I appreciate y'all. Y'all came out in droves, bro. Because, but but if you look at the map, it was blue as fuck. I mean, sorry, red as fuck. It, it's he he's a real nigga, and, I, and I'm glad that he won. But he solidified his real niggaism. Because Trump tweeted today, not only did Congressman Ron DeSantis easily win the Republican primary, but his opponent in November is his biggest dream. A failed socialist mayor named Andrew Gilliam, who has allowed crime and many other problems to flourish in the city. This is not what Florida wants or needs. At me next time. Yeah, responded and said, what our state and country needs is decency, hope, and leadership. If you agree... Join us at andrewgilliam.com. Gilliam, nigga. Gilliam, sorry. Gilliam. Also, at me next time. At real Donald Trump. Little bitch. I say it for him because he can't say it. Bitch. Andrew Gilliam is the real nigga of the week. Bro. The (laughs) real nigga of the week. That's a fact. He's 39, bro. Yeah. The Mm. nigga's young as fuck out here, bro. I feel like he can understand. I see a lot of Barack in him. He's going to need that class because running in Florida... As a black man, it's not going to be kind. It's been 24 hours. They already hit him with the monkey comments. Like, yeah, you got to fucking, yeah. you got to be classy. He's, because he's, Obama rose above all that shit. And to be where you are in that place, you got to be one of those people that rises above this shit. Do you know shit. the ball, the gall you have to have to to say, Florida, don't monkey this up. <laughs> like, dog. As a they politician, start hiding this shit no more. As uh, a politician God. whose business is words and speeches, right? I don't believe in mistakes. I don't believe in coincidences. Strategic. Fuck you. If you said it, it's because you thought you can get away with it and be slick enough to slap a nigga in the face and have it be ambiguous. I oh, know it was intentional. No, it, it was intentional. intentional. There was nothing but intent with that. That's shit. crazy. We're but not taking no apologies. We got one more quarter left. There's three months left in this bitch until the real elections. Please vote. Um, please. And then you have to understand this shit ricochets because only like fucking Texas, fucking Florida, fucking Ohio are big deals in the presidential election. California. So it's like Trump's gonna in California, pardon me. And Trump's gonna have his eye on this election because yep, he, he needs to. Florida he needs to get Florida. jiggy. He needs Florida. Florida's a big state, and bro. And if Florida's ran by a nigga, like, he... It's over. Even if Florida's still white, like, he's nervous. It's gonna Not be hard that, for he, you, and, he, and he's losing so many Republicans as well. The you know fact that he came out and had to shoot shots within 24 hours let me know he paying attention Scared. and he nervous as fuck. No, he, oh, he's definitely nervous. He's definitely... They all are nervous. Now, Chris... Earlier, you and I were speaking about legalized weed, yeah. <laughs> and you had um, <laughs> the drink hurt, doesn't it, Ben? Oh, it hurts. Got figo. Like Ben is in pain. Got figo. Yeah, I got bone. But I mean, I do think it's gonna be lit because we're already medicinal in this shit. Yeah. And the only obstruction that I see is like big pharma because, like. 
Florida is a fucking graveyard for old people. Absolutely. So it's like they're pumping meds in. Dead, bro. So they're pumping meds in this shit, though. If you look at it, you know how you can tell Big Pharma is dead? Because they're only mainly capitalizing off of hip-hop. Oh, the fucking uh, Percocets and, and, and Zans. and all the shit that everybody keeps on doing. It's just a matter of, like... Right now, you can see that more people want natural ways to do things. The dangers of prescription pills have been like so obvious that a lot of people are turning away. They're trying to find... I'm in here every day, so like, trust me. People come here all the time and they're just trying to figure out, like, yo, I just want to stop taking these pills. What the fuck can I take instead? And same thing goes for your medication. Like, if you have medication that's going to make you feel a little happier, a little, you know what I'm saying, in a much better mood or whatever, you'll be much more inclined to do that medication versus the, the medication that'll make you sick or, you know what I'm saying? Like, you have withdrawals from some of the medication they give you. Like, you ever taken a volume, my nigga? Like, uh, that shit would not lucky blow your fucking shit. head off. <laughs> it don't care. I don't care how much weed you smoke. <laughs> that shit will blow your fucking head off. Like those drugs are dangerous, bro. That shit can actually kill you. You can't stay up long enough to smoke enough weed for it to do anything to you. If by the time you smoke too much weed, you're already asleep. Okay. And then when you wake up, you're good. You just need to eat. I don't know why the fuck it took us so long to get through these fucking current events today. Uh, but it's finally time to get through some real shit. <laughs> I already know why. We can take the Tiger Bone shots, man. Okay. Shout out to Tiger Bone Gangway. That's what the fuck it is. These Tiger Bone shots. You already know. Anytime we do Tiger Bone shots, bro, it's like a 10-hour episode. Y'all niggas hate me. Yeah. Fuck it. We going for two hours today. We just going to do fuck that it. shit. Fuck it, man. Fuck it. It's Labor Day. It's Labor Day weekend. Fuck it. Little bitch. Ooh, ooh. So yeah. I want to ask this question. Should a woman be obligated to pay back child support if she learned if the nigga learned that the baby wasn't his? Uh, Richard, should she be obligated to pay back child support if the baby's not his? Yeah, if you later learn that shit. Yes, it depends. If damn, well, you would know. You would have known that. I was gonna say it depends if she knew all along it was his. But if y'all didn't know. Then no. So then you think know. that the deciding factor should be whether or not she knew. Right. That's interesting. If she didn't know, how? if you both of y'all didn't know, why should she be penalized? You both were under the pretense that it was yours. Because, bitch, you should have did some due diligence. She was fucking. Bitch, you you, you should have too. <laughs> <laughs> you so willy-nilly wanted to pay for this shit, so there you go. Yeah. That's fair. That's yeah. very, very fair. But at the end of the day, if you have doubts, go with your doubts, man. Yeah. That's crazy. For real, for real. Don't but pay it, no money for man, it's kids just, you don't it's, own. it's hard for these single moms out here, man. That shit the at way. Walmart costs $44, B. The, the way, way I test, see it. The paternity test. Oh, yeah. Then oh. you mail that bitch and pay the other fee you know. I've well, never had to take one before. Because you're, you're dating a woman of class. There's no need. Your life isn't a fucking mortgage. All episode. my kids yeah, look sure. exactly like the me. The fuck, never- <laughs> <laughs> fuck you mean? I've but, never had to do that. But going back to the question, the way I see it, if she's going to claim that she didn't know or if both of us were underneath the pretense that, you know, we thought 
that I was the father and it turns out that I'm not we need to locate the motherfucker that is the father and charge that nigga Okay. Somebody yeah. owe me some money. We need to charge him. <laughs> we need to Where find the fuck out. Is he? Where is he? Matter of fact, I agree he with needs that. to pay me. He needs she to pay. shouldn't be responsible. <laughs> right. That fuck nigga needs to pony it's up. You. We need to keep my him. back pay, my nigga. <laughs> we need to find him. Put a warrant out for that nigga and, and, and reel his ass yeah. in. Yeah. Yeah. You've been living lavish. I've been burping shit. <laughs> it's your nut, my nigga. I hate that shit. This wasn't my white stuff. This is your white stuff. <laughs> <laughs> My fucking nut went the wrong way, little bitch. My you living live fucking life. I'm here living check to check. This, this is a clean bitch. your cream of wheat, nigga. So we not even blame. This, I just want to let y'all boys know. This is the most. That's, that's wick food. King vitamin and juicy juice, little bitch. King vitamin. This is the most bitch ass episode we've ever had. I'm so ashamed of this shit. What the I'm fuck? This is a great episode so far. No, but, but it's just we talked about rape. We talked about fucking uh, what was the uh, bigging up fucking WNBA players. I'm disgusted with myself. What? Are you smoke? Old? Don't touch the weed. <laughs> You're gonna die. Oh no, no no not you. I'm sorry. You're not Ricky. I, my apologies. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. At first no. I thought he was talking about me. I'm like I'm not smoking. No, 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 no you're right. No, I'm sorry. I saw you touch that shit. This guy hit the blunt right. And he walks away smiling, and all the while, nothing but smoke is leaving his fucking teeth. <laughs> fucking nigga, you wasting smoke, nigga. Get the, get the fuck off, nigga. Get the fuck out of here, man. Let me see live. Wasting smoke, nigga. Get that. Get the okay. weed back, man. Ben, would you marry a woman that your homeboy already hit? No, absolutely not. You didn't even let me finish <laughs> no, no, my no. breath. No, I didn't even. No, I didn't even. This, this, has, this is not one of those questions no, where no, I'm gonna no, take no. a deep breath and and then think about the answer. No, the All answer. Right. Is you no. probably wouldn't marry one that one of like somebody in here hit, but like, what if it's like a friend, like distant friend, just a nigga you know, like yeah, like somebody you might kick with no. every once in a while. You might see him, like a nigga you. What was your last job? Your last job was like seven years ago, right? Or like like the previous job before now. It was some time ago, yes. What if just a coworker from that job hit your old lady? I mean, I I wouldn't care as much in that scenario, but if it's like a homeboy, homeboy, now she got to go because okay. I, I, I've done that before. Let's flip it. What if you're already deep in love, and then it's revealed? It's Is file. that enough for you to break up? It's a technical I, file. I got to question her. I got to question her because she obviously kept that from me. What else is she keeping from me? Technical file. Based on your reaction, she'd be absolutely right to do that. But how would she know? How would she know I would react like that? If she's in a relationship with you, she knows you. One can predict your your, your reactions. So would you be sympathetic to that excuse that I knew you would leave? No, because you are robbing me of... Of being able to make an informed decision. Which is little loopholes, bitch. Nah, nah, there there are no loopholes. I will jump through it and I will make sure that you get cut off. Nah. Nah, it's not happening. It's not happening. What about you, Rick? Richard? Um what our wife? Uh nah. I okay. Wouldn't. Right now, right? You mm. learn that the love of your life hit like a a good friend of yours that you've just no longer talked to anymore. Does that change how you see her? Does that change anything for you? If she knew all along that I used to be his friend, it changes a lot. If she didn't know, then that doesn't change shit. Like, or whatever. That was your past. Because my past is sketchy as fuck. So, you know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> <laughs> so, nah. I mean, again, this all comes back to what did you know? 
If you knew that that nigga was my nigga at some point and you just chose not to say nothing, you a scandalous bitch. That's bitch, exactly I will kill all three of us. You a raggedy I was, bitch. I was, I was thinking of scandalous. That's exactly the word. Scandalous. Scandalous. <laughs> You're a fucking Jezebel And I want nothing to do with you Matter of fact I'm putting your ass on child support <laughs> <laughs> Like Clearly like I told y'all boys I've done Like I, like my last girlfriend I tweeted some nigga She hit me up like Oh shit hey I fucked that nigga And I was like Alright cool That's fine You understand <laughs> like, like, like You told me I deem him to be a nigga of class of respect, so I was like, "Fine, I ain't got no issues with." But that's him. but that's different. But, from but like fucking your homeboy. I think a homeboy, I couldn't like. How I'm supposed to invite this nigga to my wedding? How am I gonna do that? Right, right. How can I make him a groomsman? How can I put him on the list, knowing that he's entered your interior? That he's ravaged <laughs> your vagina. He knows what your upholstery is like. Yes. Babe. No, I'm sorry, baby. He's he's like he can literally say about you. Been there, done that. Fuck, that sucks. Oh my! And like some niggas, some niggas don't have to say it. It's yeah, the look. The look. You remember um, what was it the best man? The look that Terrence Howard had. Damn, dog. Uh, you never want to <laughs> be that guy. The look that they had on his face, like that's why I fucked your bitch, you, you fat never, motherfucker. Uh, <laughs> that shit. That shit right there. You never want that shit. Nah, dog. Dude, you never want that. Not at fucking all. Fuck that. Uh. Right now, we've reached the moment where we ask our ask a real nigga question. Uh, ben, if you can please load up that gangster shit, I'd greatly appreciate it. Hey! Hey! Nigga! Little bitch, ask nigga. a real nigga. nigga. Bitch, bitch. Nigga. Rob, what you want? Rob, what you want? Rob, what you want? Several ask a real nigga questions this week, so we're just gonna jump right into it. Um, this one comes from Anna, the bass guy. What's up, babe? This question asks You guys should talk about porn. My friend is fighting her fiance about that right now. <laughs> uh, like, should a girl be mad that her man watches porn? Do you watch porn with your significant other? Uh, let's go, Chris, first. Married ass nigga. Nigga. My, my wife doesn't watch porn. Do you watch porn? Not excessively. <laughs> I might watch a sex tape here and there. Is she aware that you've used some of this shit? Like what? Like use some of the moves? No, is she aware that you view porn? Oh, nah, yeah. But like I say, like it's just like somebody comes out with a sex tape or some shit like that. So like, she I'm not out here just like, so yo, shit, I got five minutes. Let me watch it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So like, nah, you're not a porn guy. Not, mm, like I say, I watch porn, but not excessively. So in this woman's uh, specific scenario, if her fiance is, I guess, porn happy, is that problematic for like a future marriage? Do you think? I mean, unless she just likes sex a certain ways, she just want to fuck like how they fuck when she first met him. Mm-hmm. Forever. Because, 
I mean, most niggas watch porn and learn some shit. Right. You know what I'm saying? They want to see what's popping in the streets. Like, what's the new move out here? <laughs> if you ain't skilled, you know what I'm saying? You got to learn somewhere. Richard, are you a porno nigga? First of all, I want to say shout out to Anna. That's a real nigga. That's our homie. Um, and secondly, uh, yes, I, I used to be probably the biggest porn watcher you will ever meet. Curious, what's your category of choice? Um, ebony porn. You I ain't, think, you ain't got to ask me, Ben. You already know what we Yeah, I already know what like. you guys like. Okay. I like ebony porn. Um, I think that's the most exciting. Round and brown. I like my I go BB dub and fat. I go both because there's two different sections. And then there's chubby. I do all three. I, I, w- I, w- I would watch the BBW porn and the chubby porn to see what the guy's going to do. And those <laughs> niggas, no, let's seriously, those niggas are so, like, they're so savvy with their moves. Like, it's never weak niggas. It's never, like, never. every nigga in a big porno is chiseled as fuck because you, you need be. to be able to flip. That's why I, I don't know how you and Ben manage. It's Haitian strength, niggas inside. It's the strength of the That's revolution. Like goddamn work, bro. From the revolution, nah. <laughs> it's from the revolution. I ain't trying to figure for a lug lock, no fucking 300-pound mammoth, bro. Fuck Does that. Maya know you do porn? I mean, not do porn, but, like, watch it. I was going to say, boy. Fix that up, kid. <laughs> <laughs> this is going to be uncomfortable when I see her. <laughs> um, uh, she she, she, she seen me watch it. She's like, she, she was like, why do you watch that? Like, because she doesn't watch it at all. Like, at all. She's an angel, that woman. I'm like, cause, which is weird to me. Like, you don't want to watch it at all? Because once I'm asked, like, do you want to watch it? She's like, no. I'm like, what the fuck? fuck. First of all, she's no angel. Let's, let's get that clear. She's no fucking <laughs> angel. Do you watch it behind her back? or? I was watching it behind her back, and she found out about it. <laughs> she was like, what are you doing watching that? I was like, I was just watching it. Like, it's no big deal because, like I said, I, I used to watch it so much. So, I was watching this shit. You did used to watch a lot. Of a lot. Like, a we, lot. Used to, we used to be watching porn at BC because of this thing, right? <laughs> like, I don't understand the phenomenon of watching porn with your homeboys. I will never understand it, and I don't condemn I didn't, it. I didn't watch it with them, but they knew how much I watched it. I don't approve. This nigga would come and tell us some new shit. Remember the PlayStation? This had like 500 videos on his PlayStation. (laughs) (laughs) I'm trying to play Madden and this pussy and dick popping in. And she she asked me this question. She was like, why do you watch it? I I literally had no answer for her. I, I didn't know what to tell her. I was like, I don't know. Just give me back my phone. I need it. <laughs> I'm almost finished. Because when you find the right one, oh, my God. I hate the selection process. It's so tough. It can take a long time. It take a long time. I always start jacking off before I find it. I should find it first and then jack off. But I can't wait. I dedicate at least 15 to 20 minutes <laughs> <laughs> just to search. And then I get up from my bed. <laughs> it just like me through. Oh, baby, like, okay, this is the one. <laughs> Men are disgusting people. I don't know how you niggas can date other niggas. They're disgusting. <laughs> okay. But do you do you watch porn, pussy nigga? Because you about to go the to the fuck? next subject. Skate. I'm a BBW chubby fat. I watch prostitutes sometimes. Uh, I watch African. I watch. <laughs> I watch prostitutes. Did I say that already. Mm-hmm. Uh, I watch really the abuse. Watch it's lot. interesting. <laughs> BBWs make really good pornos, though. I can because say because they can take a D. 
dick under oh, any circumstance. Fucking go. You doubt it. However, the research is here. Look at the category. Their dick-taking abilities are impeccable. Not better than Slimmy's. And the optics are amazing. Oh, my God. Like, <laughs> no, I'm sorry. No, no, big, skinny big bitch pornos, there. you're fucking them. Titties don't even move. It's disgusting. It's just nipples. It's filthy. I need to see waves of titty up and down. That's like God intended. This is... They have to slap you in the face. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to see... I just like... I used to love seeing beautiful women fucking... I just enjoyed it. So you're a face guy? No, I don't know if it's a face guy. I like a beautiful body as well, but I'm just saying that that would go into it too. So, because I don't know how you can deal with boy titties. I'll never get into them. Like women who are all nipple, no titty. If you could, got a, listen, she got a fat ass. Listen, if you could It doesn't fuck, matter. It doesn't matter. Dumpy, listen, like, crazy. You wildin'. Titties are priority for me. I put titties over butt any day in my life. Titties ain't if you could fuck, I'm you saying, can fuck. Like, Period. If her titty's small and her ass big, don't sleep. I don't want it. Yeah, you bugging. I don't want it. I don't care. If you're a big bitch that can fuck, you can fuck. If you're a little Facts. bitch that can fuck, you can fuck. I'm watching it. <laughs> like, I, no, I don't watch it for the entertainment. I watch it to fucking jack off. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> are you, what are you talking about? Entertainment. <laughs> Isn't that what we watch it for? <laughs> this question was cut off. I can't see who the person is. Oh, no, no. It's uh, Melissa Michelle. I recognize your face. There it goes. Uh, what's the worst thing about being a guy? The worst thing about being a guy? Right. Dealing with women? Spe- specify. What do you mean? Because they're fucking crazy and they drive us fucking crazy. I mean, but technically in 2018, that's not specific to niggas. Bruce's and women, uh, fucking uh, pretty fuck grinders, that deal oh, with women. Like, that. specifically... What about the man experience is the most difficult thing for you? The fact that women will never truly understand us. They're fucking mystery. And I feel like for the rest of our lives, we would be trying to understand what makes them happy. And we'll truly never know what that is. Because they don't know what that is. Great answer. Fantastic answer. Uh, Christopher, what is the toughest part about <laughs> being a man? Fuck y'all. The constant judgments. You're constantly being judged. Ooh, delve into that. Let me hear you. Like, you're just constantly being judged. Like, everything you do, it's like, was that the manly thing to do? I mean, can't one say that women bear the exact same burden, if not more? How? I mean, because as a woman, like, you're judged on your appearance, how you speak, how ladylike you are, how promiscuous you are. Like, once they walk into a room, they face that same. No. Because there's, there's an entire mo- movement. If you feel, if you're promiscuous or you feel like you need support or there are many movements out there for females to join and feel a collective. That's good. But there are not very many movements for men. All we have are Masons and the Illuminati. That's all we have. And we're, we're slowly losing <laughs> <laughs> that's that, that this is an amazing through. observation. Ain't no nigga clubs. Ain't no he man clubs. No, no. And no then he- if there is, it's automatically oh, we're gonna judge you and say that you guys hate women because is, there are so many. It's constant. The judgment, first bro. woman organ. But you know what? You know what we sound like. We sound like white people who say, why isn't there a white history month? (laughs) Because if we think about it, everything else is tailor-made for men. Why the fuck do we need safe spaces? 
I'm not saying we Y'all got me sound like a puss ass feminist on this show, man. Yeah, Next question. question. <laughs> I didn't answer. Oh, sorry, Ben. I'm drunk. Go for it. Well, um, restate the question. The question is what is the worst part about being a man? And make sure you answer too, bitch. Mm. Oh, you're well, so smooth. <laughs> I'm going to answer what's the best part first. The best part is that one, I don't have to uh, witness myself bleed every month. Hallelujah. And bang, I bang. don't have to have another living, uh, I'm sorry, not living, but living organism come out of myself. Bang, bang. Dick stays intact. <laughs> right, good. it stays intact. Facts, facts, facts. But I want to say the worst part is kind of related to what Chris just said. There's, uh, there's almost like a, a requirement to be hyper-masculine as a man. You have to always uh, rise to the occasion. You always have to have this thick skin. You have to have a hard, a hard exterior. You know, you you always you have to provide. Um, you're not afforded the same types of luxuries that other people are afforded, especially as a black male. Right. So I would say that the worst part is having that expectation that you're constantly measured by and constantly have to meet. Now, so much pressure being a man. Let bro. me ask. Yeah. In so 2018, uh, there's certainly an effort to redefine what it means to be masculine, what it means to be a man. So I want to know, does that has that affected you at all? And has that changed what it means to be a man? Because like people are like hyper-masculine, you no longer have to be that. People are calling it toxic now. Not people. Uh, the Me Too people. If we they, say that, they say that for retweets. But the, when they the get push. off of Twitter, they want a man that's actually a man in their eyes like one that is i guess masculine uh tough in in the one that doesn't exhibit uh characteristics or behaviors that are similar to a woman's right even even so, women that are gay still want masculinity that's why they'll go after a butch there's some type fresh. of masculinity there you know what i'm saying so me too whatever the fuck too and he, she, all of that shit. You, you still want some type of masculinity. I mean, right now, I think the toughest part about being a man is just navigating mm-hmm. in, like, the new day. Because... Walking that fine line. Because the thing is, like, what it means to be a man, just specifically talking about a relationship, is changing. Because women still want a provider... But they don't always need you to provide their finances because they have the degrees. So it's like you have to kind of redefine what it means to be a provider. You have to redefine what it means to be a protector. You still have to navigate that fine line because women still want a man, like Ben says. But then again, as the definition of that continuously changes, that means that you kind of have to go against your upbringing in certain points. Because when I, what I was taught was as far as like being a man like some of that shit is changing and it's like to survive within these times you have to fucking adjust so it's just knowing that fine line 
of how to adjust, I guess. This may just be the toughest part because there ain't no rule book. Because you got to be masculine, but at the same time, you also have to uh, you have to be in touch with your feelings. But yeah. at the same time, if you're born in the month of July, you're a bitch-ass <laughs> nigga. And, and you can't be as whore as niggas was in the 90s. That's too whore. Right. Niggas in the 40s was too whore. You can't you, be too whore. You can't slap your wife after a bad day. That's not tough. You can't do <laughs> I mean, and again, like We're I said. all over the place, to be honest yeah. with you, man. <laughs> we all over the place, baby. It's a, it's a loose loose for us. Okay. Uh, very next question <laughs> comes from Pharmacy Girl on Twitter. Damn, she's on fire. She's on fire. She wants to know um, if the woman you're dating has children from a previous relationship. Not even, no, pardon me, not a woman you're dating. If the mother of your children also has children from a previous relationship. And uses your funds to take care of all of the children. Is that an issue? Is that a problem and is it wrong? Ben. I don't think it is only because um, uh, all the kids have to. Yeah, you already know me. I'm, 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 I'm somebody who's compassionate. So, so I, I believe that all the kids have to be taken care of if they're especially living in the same house. Because at the end of the day, I don't think I'd be able to go to sleep and have a sound night of rest knowing that there are kids out there that are not, you know, receiving adequate treatment. Now, now it's her responsibility to stretch it that sure dollar. It sure fucking is. Because I'm not paying extra for those other kids. So okay. she better make that money work for her. Now, I'm a baby daddy, right? So, like, <laughs> can't one say it's unfair? And, like... Even if I give you too much money, doesn't that kind of imply that you'll be coming back to me a little bit fucking sooner because you spent my money on the children of a deadbeat? Is it still right? Mm, for her to come back and ask for more? She will have to eventually if the money runs out, no? Yeah, but then that, that places the onus again on the, on the woman on being responsible with the funds. She has to be able to you know, make it work. She has to divvy it up and, and, and spend it the right way. So you know she better I mean? not come to you early. Now she can't come to me early because at the end of the day, I did my job. Don't come to me on the 28th, bitch. Wait nah. for the first. No. Wait no, for no. the first. No, because, I mean, I, if you need if you need extra money, what the hell y'all niggas doing over there? <laughs> Live. <laughs> oh, but um, at the end of the day, um, if my kids are taken care of, if they're being taken care of, especially off of my dollar I'm I'm okay now nah nah I, I just no make that money work make it work make what I give you work because I'm not paying for those other kids Richard repeat to the question repeat the question to me if your if the mother of your children spends your money on her other children is that wrong Am I with her or am I not with her? Not with her at You're all. Not, not with, with her. her. Yeah. Um. I like Michael Jackson. I love the children. So whatever, whatever. You know, just make sure they all good. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Ben. He needed that. Make sure they're all good. Uh, Richard. I mean, sorry, Christopher. Pardon me. What do you say? I mean. <laughs> I mean, I'm not really. I'm. I take. I take Ricky's stance and I was about to call you bitcher. 
Thank you. Do, do that. It, Go with those feelings. It's you not see what on you've purpose. Done. It's just because you keep saying it, and it sounds so catchy. <laughs> <laughs> but nah, like fuck plus. Personally, I just I would. I love kids too, man. I'm I'm all for what uh, what makes the collective work. You know what I'm saying, but. I will also ask, like, where the fuck is his dad at, bro? What if you know? You know what the fuck that nigga is. He's where. If you can't. Right, so that's what I'm saying. Like, if I know he ain't shit, then I I step in because I'm conscious enough to understand that every kid needs to be able to see, like, yo, there are real niggas out there. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's worth it for me to attempt to be somebody of, like, stature. You know what I'm saying? Of moral standard. Because these people exist. When they don't see that, they don't feel like it's worth it to be that. Because what the fuck's the point of being the only person that's like that? I guess I'm going to have to be that guy. I, I, I don't like none of that shit. Those other children are not my responsibility. You figure something out. However, it's my responsibility and your responsibility to take care of this one fucking kid. Yeah. And if I give you money in excess, you hold it, apply it to a light bill. I don't give a fuck what you do. However, like I don't want to be responsible for these other kids. As it's long not, as my kid's not missing out. Like, if but, he gets what he needs the, and you use extra to do whatever. The thing school, is, whatever. there is no extra. No, if, there, if I give you more money than you need for this, then my kid needs other shit. Use it for that. Yeah. I guess. I, I, I don't like none of that shit. I mean, it, again, it all. For me, I get it. You know what I'm saying? That if those ain't my kids. But I don't want no resentment. You know, they're all brothers and sisters. Call Roderick. Tell him to take care of his fucking kids. <laughs> no, Call Roderick. We're, we're going to have that conversation. Roderick needs to be Roderick. called. But for now... Where the fuck is Roderick, bro? You know what I'm saying? For now, you you know, whatever. Look out for the kids, man. One kid can't be balling and the rest of them are fucking yes, looking the fu- like Tom Sawyer. How will they know about hierarchy? <laughs> <laughs> how you Very teach good. kids about hierarchy? <laughs> the fuck? My brother daddy is green as fuck. Let him know. My brother daddy is mean as fuck. You don't, buy you don't want nothing. those stories in the tabloids plus? <laughs> I don't, don't have, know who you are. I don't feel that. <laughs> you don't know who he you are. Understand. I'm not he hiding who, who he is yet. He doesn't understand it. He doesn't you don't understand. understand. I'm not hiding my right. scumbag. When you got here, what, what was we watching? What were we watching? Right. What the fuck were we watching? We was watching uh, the H- fucking uh, Huddle like Ross little schoolgirls. Watching his his fucking Rick Ross video, and you saw what he did when he walked in. Are. He just said "aha" and walked off. I don't give a fuck about that shit, <laughs> <laughs> bro. I I would be furious. Thank God the mother of my children only has one for now, and I don't have those issues yet. I know you're listening for now. Keep, I know you're listening. Okay, abstinence is the way. Abstinence. Follow the Lord's teachings. I know you can hear my phone. <laughs> oh shit! Very, uh, very last question. Uh, there's a very bad stigma amongst women who place their uh, place the children of their the father of their children on child support. It's often referred to as the broke woman's hustle. Um, do guys think there's a circumstance at all where it's necessary, or do you guys always think it's evil? Evil to place the father on child support? Yeah, because the thing is, she's saying that uh, there's like it has a negative connotation on the women who do it. 
And she wants to know, like, do guys even feel at all that it's ever appropriate, that it's ever necessary? Oh, it's definitely necessary. <laughs> if, if you've had a baby with Flo Rider, it's, <laughs> it's, Run to the child support it, office. Run bit. to the fucking child support office. But there are some cases where women have put um, men on child support because the relationship hasn't worked out, which is wrong. But then there's those cases, many cases, where there's men who hasn't, who haven't done anything at all for their children. The child was born. You haven't seen the child at all. You saw, you saw the child twice. Nigga, I'm a father. Diapers cost, wipes cost, daycare, food, formula. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's so clothes. There's so much shit that costs money that you know kids need. So. If you're not there to, su- to provide some type of support, you know what I'm saying? Like, you leave a lot of women with no other options, you know what I'm saying? They have to go and get some paper, bro. And I don't I don't fault them. The ones that I fault are the women that are doing it just because the baby father doesn't want to be with you no more. He still wants to be a part of his kid's life, but out of spite, you put his ass on papers. That's what I don't like. My stance is, if you can put that nigga on child support, fucking do it. Go for it. Let me tell you something. I have to raise my kid. I have to pay money. I have to attend shit. How dare you think you can skate, bitch? If I gotta do it, we all gotta do this shit. All of us must raise our fucking children. We all have to do this shit, fam. If I'm gonna be dishing out money and going to PTA meetings and all this other gay shit, fam, you will as well. Get Message. All- Go ahead. Message. Message, bitch. Get the bag, <laughs> puss ass nigga. You can't skate. What so, you think? So hold on. So what is your stance that she should put the nigga on child support? I think if you could, because the thing is, right? If you're doing what you're supposed to do, then child support court is cake. However, if you don't have your shit together, then it's difficult. So my stance is, if you can do that shit, because he obviously ain't handling his fucking business anyway. I don't give a fuck. Right. I don't give a fuck about a deadbeat. You hear me? I don't give two I don't fucks give about deadbeats. Fuck beats. about him. Fuck yeah. all deadbeats. I don't give a fuck about him. Fuck him. <laughs> fuck all fucking deadbeats. If you can get that check, get that check, little mama. If you- Get a nigga listen, that can swipe them V's. If you're listening to our podcast, you're a loyal listener of our podcast, you are deadbeat. Fuck you. Okay. Gangway. You know how much you know how much my car you know how much my fucking kid cost me this summer? And what are you doing? Living your life? Popping bottles, buying tables? Oh, no. Fuck No, you nigga, won't. Man. No, you won't. No, but you so goddamn stupid. Fuck you, man. Fuck you, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> uh Ben, do you have a stance that's supposed It's different than ours? Um, I'm be honest with you. When you were asking the question, I was pouring myself another cup of the urchin. I heard you. I heard you. Yeah, so <laughs> I, I missed uh, everything. Well, well, the the the, the question was uh, child <laughs> women who put their uh well, put, women who put men on child support men loves a good drink. often viewed as villains. Um, and she wants to know like, do men even think that there's a circumstance under which it's necessary, or do we always think it's just a tool of the devil? Look, listen, um. Especially the men who um, tend to have sex with, you know, just any old body. I mean, we're not always aware of the woman's financial situation. So sometimes, (laughs) (laughs) sometimes it is more than necessary for her to, you know, go to the courts and put that guy on papers. So, I mean, in that scenario, if you have no other recourse but to actually seek some help from the government by way of 
What? Speak your truth. <laughs> By way of uh, child support, mm. by all means, do it. Now, the only time I have oppositions is when the amount goes crazy. Mm. Like Gucci Mane's baby mama hitting them for 20 bands, bro. Oh, he on that Nas payment. Yeah. F- bro. It's Gucci, man. Gucci, give me your kids. Cool. I will raise them for five. You never have to see them again. <laughs> give me five bands a month. I will raise all of your children's Gucci. All of them. 20? I can do better than that shit. <laughs> what the fuck? You have to see his face. Because <laughs> I mean this shit. 20 bands a month. Fucking poor Jesse Williams. Oh 56 bands a month. That's insane. I will raise your children for five. Literally just Hit five. me up. Hit Fuck me up. with me. <laughs> I'm a good dad. Fuck with me. Look at my other kids. Straight A's. I'm nailing this shit. Hit me up. <laughs> so good at this. I will fucking, kill this shit. Fucking Blake Griffin got a fucking Zoclo over oh, there. Poor <laughs> job. My half Asian <laughs> brother. <laughs> my quadrazo. <laughs> but, um... I do want to say... um we are recording at the Vegan Trap House right now. And Gangway. If ever you are in Miramar. If you are ever in Miramar, you should come holla at the Vegan Trap Lord at Vegetarian Delight. The Light Juice Bar at 6060 Miramar Parkway, Miramar, Florida. Um, for the best, best vegan food in South Florida. Their phone number is 954-241-7402. And I do feel sorry for those of you who didn't take advantage of the contest that he was running. This man gave away two tickets to the live show. All you had to do was come in here. Buy a delicious plate of food and mention the NWO podcast. And, and don't damn. get it wrong, like a few people came in and they they would be like, "Yo, NWO podcast is lit," and I'm like, "Yeah, it's fresh." But okay, <laughs> so you want a ticket? Luke. Yeah, like ask for your ticket, man. Close mouth, don't get fed. Ben, have you received any titties? I have not. Fuck. Okay. Bianca so, is the only one who uh, technically sent me something. So we have two more tickets for you to raffle off. So if come in here, get some food, and say you want an NWO ticket. It's two more in the air. I'll see you It's there. too easy, man. Too easy. Pull up. We're basically giving them away. Like, come on. But yes, if you're ever in Myanmar, come through, man. The food is delicious. The customer service is amazing. And the vibes are excellent. Again, the address is 6060 Miramar Parkway, Miramar, Florida, 33023. Uh, the phone number is 954-241-7402. Uh, Chris will be at the live show. So if you want to highlight him at the live show, you can definitely do that. Um, we're going to have food on deck. We're going to have food on deck as so well. Excited. We need to do a poll of what I need to make. Cause I guess That's nobody's, we gonna do this we're gonna do that. We'll do nobody's that DMing what we should have. I got you. And I have an idea of what I want to do. So give us some options and we'll do yeah, a poll on we'll Twitter and we'll do it on, on the ground as well. Do, right. Like Rich has to do watermelon slices and fried chicken sandwiches. <laughs> <laughs> nigga, nigga, nigga. You know what I'm talking sure. about? And like Hennessy cupcakes. Oh my fucking yeah Fuck yeah First 25 guests Get a Hennessy cupcake A vegan Hennessy cupcake 
Hey, <laughs> everything yeah, vegan, nigga. Everything DJ Benny B over there. He getting he yeah. be getting busy all episode. I don't know if you've been peeping. I have. Nigga loading up songs and scratching slow down. That Tiger Bone got him charged. Speaking of sponsors, um, skinny sponsors. I should skinny say skinny sponsors. Our other skinny sponsor will also be at the live show. Again. Um, and if you are coming to the live show, make sure your hair is intact. <laughs> Please. And if you have problems with getting your hair intact, holla at our sponsor, Heaven Sent Hair. Um, Heaven Sent Hair <laughs> offers Sent 100% virgin 8A, 9A hair, full lace wigs. They offer frontals, closures, bundles. All the hair is in stock. Remember, do not return that weed. All sales are fucking final. Call 1-833-5-HEAVEN. Their website is www.heavensendhair.com www.heavensendhair.com if you want full lace wigs, frontals, closures, they have it all in stock. Natural colors, custom colors. For 14 inches is 215. 16 inches is 245. 18 inches is 285. 20 inches is 300. I mean, you can't beat these prices, all right? If you buy any three bundles, you get a free closure for free. But if you enter the code What the fuck is closure? closure? I don't know what the fuck that shit is <laughs> It's something that the Miami girls wear What's the closure? Oh the front part? Oh, it covers the, the front, front part? part They cover their big ass forehead probably so, you, know what, you know what I've seen them doing? They take the wigs right? Yeah And then they put makeup in the middle that matches their face to fuck you up But it's not really their scalp It's oh. makeup on the middle that resembles their fucking face Wow. It fucked me up. That's why it's stupid. But we fall for it. But why is Ben Millie rocking to this song? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't realize how much of a bop. This, this is, is a this shit's whole part. No, this, this is our best song. You know, I don't, song. I don't like post-gap Keisha, but this is this is a bop. I don't like post-breast reduction <laughs> Keisha. You always say that. I don't like it. Don't do breast reductions. You lose feelings in your nipples. Please I've met people. I know testimonies. With the breast reduction, you will lose feelings in your nipples. I do know people who've done this. Melanated queens get your back stronger. Don't you want... Women, women pay to have the bodies that you have. Keep, keep this them. shit. Don't keep disrespect it. Jesus. Keep oh, it. my back hurts. Fuck. Do You're snap. a strong Squat. black Squat. woman. Gym. Let the, that's, that's strengengthen that back up. Fuck You're a strong Squat. black Either woman. Either that or you can wear a back brace. If you can handle racism, you can handle titties. I'll buy that Fuck is a that. great okay. statement. Fucking fun bags. Leave if you can handle racism, to you can handle titties. To titties. To Aretha spent a lifetime with her. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. yeah, I always had the R-E-S-P-E-C-T. <laughs> Fuck wrong with y'all. Chris, R-E-S-P-I-C-T. You have any... <laughs> you have any final thoughts for us this week? Hell yeah, man. I just want to say uh, congratulations to you guys, man. Y'all doing such a great job. Don't make me like, blush. Don't do that shit. Nah, fuck it, man. that. Don't, don't do that shit. I'm going to do that shit. Don't do that shit. Don't do that shit. Don't do such a great job, man. This shit is amazing to watch y'all. Like, every episode, y'all niggas grow. And this shit is just amazing to see. We weren't and dicks at all this episode. Come <laughs> on, guys. <laughs> like, yo, cheers to you guys, man. Appreciate it. Cheers. Blessings. Blessings. Dope shit.
Benny on the Buy Eddie. tickets to the live show. Come yeah. through, little bitch. It's only a few left. Like, Don't for real, fuck for off. Do we not bitch. fuck off. We got 13 tickets shit. left, motherfuckers. Ben, any final thoughts this week? <laughs> I knew it was going to get a, at least once. <laughs> this is Benessy. Take a shot of me. Please come to the live show. It's going to be a packed house. We're going to make sure that we give you your bang for your buck. And if you talk to Plus, he may actually give you the bang that you're looking for. I'm going to be on the oil, okay? <laughs> so make sure you come out and see us. And... Um, Make sure you tell a friend to tell a friend. We're on the Apple Podcast app. We're on SoundCloud. We're on TuneIn. We're on um, Google Play. We're on Spotify. So just make sure that you listen to us. And for those of you, again, this is another reminder. Make sure on the Apple Podcast app, you search for us by, say, uh, by typing in the niggas. Replace the I with an asterisk. The niggas with opinions podcast. Richard, any final thoughts? Uh, yes, uh, I just want to say um, happy birthday to Michael Joseph Jackson. Fuck you. Um, <laughs> August 29th, 1958 <laughs> was literally the best day in, in the history of Earth. Uh, I Michael, I just want to say um, I'm, I'm your biggest fan. I love you so much. Um, he can't hear you. There's not a there's not a day that goes by, Mike, that I don't think about you, man. And um, place all my children heart, will grow up to and your music. I know that it is gay. Um, <laughs> I also want to fuck you, bitch. Fuck you, bitch. <laughs> nigga was far from gay. You fucking pussy and ass, you nigga. Will be gay tomorrow. Nigga, and you know, fuck you. There are things to go south. <laughs> fuck you. Also, um. I want everybody to come, like Ben said, come to the live show. <laughs> come to the live show. Um, we have like 15 tickets left, honestly. We do have a special, special, special surprise that we're oh, working on for you no. guys. We did that shit today. It's going to be lit. If, if, if we pull this shit off, hey, I'm telling you right now. <laughs> if we pull this shit off, it's going to be epic. Yes. But, um,. Get your tickets to the live show. It is available on on Eventbrite. The link is in our NWO podcast um, bio and on our Twitter bio. If you don't have access to any of that, you just go to eventbrite.com, type in NWO podcast, it will come up. If you have any issues at all, send us a DM. It will take care of you. Yes. At all. Uh, my final thought for the week, once again, uh, pull out to our live show. Have a good time. Y'all boys. If a nigga find out y'all really out here raping like this, nigga gonna murk y'all boys. That's really inappropriate. And you shouldn't rape people. There are plenty of women giving out their pussy for absolutely free. I'm a living testament. You do not have to steal it. That's terrible. Especially from fucking kids. Message. Seriously. <laughs> Today was an eye-opening episode. Come on. Like, that shit was crazy. Again, I also want to thank everybody for listening to us. I want to thank everybody for supporting us. This Shout is out our to 23rd Lisa. episode. Shouts out, Lisa. Thank you, Lisa, again, for calling and um, having to do deal with that situation with us. Um, again, thank you to everyone out there. Shouts out to all the niggas with opinions. <laughs> The nigga Navy. We appreciate hey. y'all. <laughs> yeah. The nigga Navy. Yeah. The nigga yeah. Navy. Coined it. We see y'all. Yes. You guys are so supportive, so responsive. Can't wait to meet all of you guys September 15th. 
And we're gonna close out this episode. You had something to say before we go? Yeah, bro. I got a uh, well. I got an announcement. I'm gonna announce to you guys after we go off air. Perfect. But just for the audience, yeah, we got some big things coming. Big mm. things are going, little bitch. Big things are going. Shout out my nigga the man. Hey, pop, see, pop, man. Pop, pop. Anyway. And just so you guys know, the song of the week is going to be a classic, classic song. I f- it's Drop called that. I'm a Zoe. DJ Benny B. <laughs> Drop that shit. <laughs> Play the music video, aren't you? <laughs> right now, if you're in your car, turn your shit all the way up. Max that shit out. Put your windows down, turn the AC off. Haitian Dada, bitch. What year this came out? 2012, 2013? Before, they're like 08. 08? Man, take it back. This shit makes you have to just. Sing that shit. My shoulders are losing their minds. Sing that shit. Bitch, bitch. Hey, for the record, I'm not even Haitian, bro. I love this song. <laughs> <laughs> this song is Haitian. Exactly. Peace.